0: podcast on hey everyone all right now we're recording on all cylinders so panic attack with big john right Cheer. holling at you Holler at your boy um that sounded really stupid follow me on getter and twitter at the real underscore big john on all sorts of podcast platforms on rumble.com And, listen to this, I got the, I've got an uninterrupted version of the pedo pride flag story, Uh, and Jeremy from The Quartering posted this on YouTube, I wish I could find the name of the young lady in the video but for now let's listen to the uninterrupted unredacted it never was redacted uninterrupted version of the pedo pride video that's going viral and ought to be
1: so apparently i've been living under a rock for the past few years because there's a thing called a pedophilia pride flag now this flag doesn't come as a surprise to me at all because i halfway expected pedophilia to be legalized many years ago because democrats would stoop so low to be inclusive to everybody so this right here is the pedo flag the technical term of this flag is map which stands for minor attracted persons now the fact that this flag even exists is disgusting in itself but once i actually look at this flag and look at the colors it disgusts me even more so here's a breakdown of what the colors mean on the flag the top two stripes are blue to represent attraction to young boys. The bottom two stripes are pink to represent attraction to young girls. The inner yellow stripes are to represent childhood and general attraction to minors regardless of their gender. And the middle stripe is white to represent innocence and unwillingness to offend. How disgusting. My name's McCord, and if you enjoyed this,
0: leave a like on it and subscribe or follow for more. So give a little cred to the quartering right there for posting the full uninterrupted version of that. Um, truth truth be told, um, I don't know if she said it in the video or it's just eluded to, I know it's in the title. Um, I think the title of the video might be Actually, if you see this flag, call the police. You're not a Karen. At least I hope not. We cannot call the police because of a gay pride or pedo pride. They're two separate things, by the way. Uh, But anyways, we cannot call the police because somebody has a flag hanging outside their house. I a well, I live in Ohio, so unless a federal law passes, uh, they couldn't arrest me for having the Gonzales flag hanging outside my house, uh, or the Don't Tread on Me flag, the the Gadsden flag, as it's called. Um, but those are flags that are on the FBI's list of if you see this flag and you're an agent this person's probably a white nationalist supremist terrorist man the only Supremes I know are Diana Ross and the Supremes or no Diana Ross yeah was she in the Supremes well I don't know that's the only Supremes I know of and like anyways but, so, yeah, there's the uh, there's now a pedophilia pride flag. They call it minor attracted persons flag, but it's pedophilia, and we're not going to tolerate it. If you have suspicion that somebody is doing sexual harm to children, you then report that to the police, but a... A flag is a sign of uh what house to tell your kid to stay away from, <laughs> for damn sure. It's not a reason to call it a po, however. Uh there is mucho de <laughs> all right, there's much being said about Dr. Falsi and his retirement. And uh Read some quotations. I'm, I'm smoking a cigar, wrapping quarters. And did did are you of my generation? You, when you used to roll your coins up and take them to the bank and cash them in for paper money, I still do that. Right? When I get change, some people when they get. uh like change if they use c- currency versus uh, cards. Uh, some people will like literally throw the change out the window or drop it on the floor. I'm like that's that's freaking money. I'll pick it up. <laughs> I'm like you don't want it. I'll take it. But anyways, multitasking here. Much being said about Dr. Fauci's upcoming retirement. Uh, Dr. David. Or doc, sorry, Doctor uh, Badachara. I can't pronounce that fucking name, but it's B H A T T A C H A R Y A. This is what he had to say about Doctor Fauci. Fauci's retirement after thirty-eight years of director of the N I A I D leaves behind a mixed legacy. Under his leadership, the agency has supported the work of many brilliant scientists who tortured puppies and monkeys. Uh, that that was my little... I, I threw the pump, puppies and monkeys part in. Brilliant scientists who have made discoveries that directly benefit the lives of countless patients. After some time, Dr. Fauci's leadership during the COVID pandemic has uh, been advised, rigid, or pardon me, divisive, rigid, and flawed. Ooh, getting a little spicy there. Dr. J. Batachara from Stanford University, professor of medicine. It's nice that somebody's out there professing medicine to the kids at Stanford, them smack kids. Uh, let's see here. His advice on lockdowns, school closures, and other restrictions in particular ignored the tremendous harm done to children and other vulnerable people by the policies themselves. Oh, well, I'll be damned. Well, this doctor's probably getting banned from every social media platform on, on the earth. Um <clears throat> while failing to protect the elderly from COVID. So let me say that without uh, butting in with my two cents. His advice on lockdowns, school closures, and other restrictions, in particular, ignored the tremendous harm done to children and other vulnerable people by the policies themselves while failing to protect the elderly from COVID. So it was abundantly clear, not very long into the COVID outbreak and uh, pursuing pandemic, that the most vulnerable to this were the elderly, the obese, And people with pre-existing respiratory conditions. Those people were not protected (laughs) from the dreaded disease. Uh, And they're the ones with the highest death rates. But even at that, the average age of someone dying from COVID was higher than the average life expectancy. So still, COVID, a very unique virus uh, through a lot of miracles of modern medicine and technology. We learned a lot about this virus very quickly, but Dr. Fauci, who had been at that agency 38 years, was in his 70s or 80s, was very set in his ways and had to do things his way. Not the way of the science, not the way of the evidence, not the way of the research, but his way. Same way he handled the AIDS crisis. Induce as much panic among the entire population as possible, and then step back and say, oh, well, you only get this if you're having unprotected sex and uh, using dirty used needles, uh, drug needles used by other drug users or basically direct contact of infected bodily fluid with your blood. But let's create a panic-demic, Dr. Falsy. Alright, Lark and Poe have a tune to play for us. <laughs> Okay, I, I picked a Lark and Po tune because they're both cute girls who can really rock those instruments. And uh, I'll be right back and we'll gibbity-gab blab about the middle-term elections and money, 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 money. Hey, money makes the world go round, people. Oh. All right, so I griped about Dr. Falsy. We complain about Liz Cheney. Oh, Liz Cheney. Daughter of the great deceiver, Dick W. Cheney. I don't know if he was that great of a deceiver or if he just deceived an early 20-something John Morrow into thinking he... Was the compassionate conservative. And we all needed to. Uh, I don't know what the hell. Neocon each other to death. But. Liz is a raising money. Raising money. To spend against. MAGA candidates. In the. Twenty twenty two mid time elections. It's she's got a hit list. Oh boy. The Washington Examiner Liz's list. Cheney names Republicans. She is spending big money to try to take down Daddy's money. Sure is how ain't her money. She well crooked. Crooks in Washington and Congress get rich. But I'm sure this is money from Dick W. Cheney, Halliburton, and his other globalist uh, world domination uh, counterparts, cohorts, co-conspirators. You know the difference between a conspiracy theory and a conspiracy fact? About 6 to 12 months. (laughs) Got that from Blair White the other day. She was having a little uh, Blair White Project cast with Alex Jones. Yeah, it takes about 6 to 12 months for something to go from conspiracy theory to fact. So, nonetheless, I digress. That's the cool thing to say now. Started by, start, the term, I digress, was started by James E. Cornett. Not all the kids are saying it. Just days after her primary loss in Wyoming, Rep. Liz Cheney announced the creation of a fundraising group focused solely on defeating Trump-backed candidates in the midterm elections. Fine individuals, good, upstanding American patriots and citizens are going to be attacked by the bitter angry old guard Republican establishment. but we can outgrassroots them people like we've been doing this book review or book club. pardon me. my tag team partner, Doc and I, if you want to listen to some good book reading, we read you the the script. The text, and we give you some insight and opinion from our combined 50 years of experience in politics. Actually, maybe more than that, because Doc got involved before I did. Uh, he had been don he every year he mowed my buddy Doc mowed grass, so he could donate five dollars to his local county Republican Party. And then, of course, as he got older, the donations got bigger because the yard got bigger and you know, inflation and stuff. <laughs> but uh, I remember that. They gave him a, an award at the Portage County Lincoln Day Dinner. And it was kind of a cheap, shitty award, but it was a pair of, uh, somebody made a, a silhouette cutout of Abe Lincoln. And it was, they were Abe Lincoln bookends that's nothing to do with anything. But we can out grassroots uh, Liz Cheney and her people. First, you win the argument, then, you win the vote. We have to win the argument of why the Republican Party should be a mixture of its values, along with what's the term I'm looking for? The term along with populist ideology. So let's say third term abortion, wrong, bad, not good, not gonna do it, wouldn't be prudent at this juncture, Uh, that sort of thing, that's a good Republican value, that's where we should stand. Look at something like same sex marriage. I'm not for it, but I don't think the government should tell you whether or not you can marry a woman or a man or leave animals and children out of it, that's all I care about. If two 18 year old men want to marry one another, they can live happily ever after. Well, when they die, they might be unhappy, but up to that point, they can be happily ever after. That's not the government's place to decide that. But, my place as a Christian, the Bible says mankind should not lay down with mankind the way he does with womankind. So, in other words, men ain't supposed to be humping with men. Women ain't supposed to be bumping uglies with women. Liz Cheney is a woman that bumps uglies with women. Okay. Now that we've got that stupidity out of the way. They are willing to cut off their noses. This old, old coot guard of the GOP, Liz Cheney. Mitch McConnell, they're willing to cut off their noses to spite their faces to say we can't have these Trump candidates these Trump people in our sacred institutions because they're not going with the flow they're exposing us for our corruption and our our kookiness and our Backroom ways are backroom deal ways of old, when the Republicans and the Democrats met in the back room and on the side, and nothing got done for the American people. There does need to be common sense and compromise. The parties, the supposed leaders, should come together and say, well, what's good for this extreme is not good for that extreme, but they're somewhere in the middle. That used to be called a Republican gets nothing And a Democrat gets everything they want. That's what compromise has been for the last 20 years in Washington. And Liz Cheney's been a big part of that. Because it doesn't matter to Liz Cheney about conservatism, family values, Republicanism. And I mean Republic as in Ben Franklin said, I gave you a Republic if you can keep it. What matters to Liz Cheney is Liz Cheney and the bank account. Just like what mattered to Dick W. Cheney was Dick W. Cheney and the bank account. And by the way, his middle initial is not W. I just say that. So anyhow... Next, okay, so the dark money, the evil, sinister, corrupt money is rolling in from the neocon side, but uh blessed be the tide that binds. Some lovely radical right wing January sixth extremist. Okay, no, probably some nice person. But that's how the media will paint this person, whoever they are. Uh, there's a Dark Money Stealth probably 527 or one of those loophole organizations and they have a donor a donor who gave them 1.6 billion that's almost as much as George Soros pours into getting weak district attorneys elected. So a good win for the good guys. A Republican donor has gave $1.6 billion to a new conservative nonprofit last year. The largest donation to a political advocacy group in the nation's history will bless you good soul. Bless your little heart. Bless they heart. The New York Times reported Monday. The group Marble Freedom Trust is run by Leonard Leo. He'll probably be assassinated by the the Clintons soon. Uh, Let me be the first to say Leonard Leo did not hang himself. (laughs) God bless you, Leonard Leo, and best of luck in your endeavors. The co-chair of the Conservative Federalist, Federalist Society, an influential force in Washington that has worked to transform the nation's judiciary. Oh, bless your heart, Leonard. Let me read that sentence again without my uh, blubbering interruptions. The group Marble Freedom Trust. This is the group that got the 1.6 billion is run by Leonard Leo, the co-chair of the Conservative Federalist Society, an influential force in Washington that has worked to transform the nation's judiciary. Uh, and that goes, This is from the Huff Post, but it's posted on uh yahoo.com slash entertainment this is under the entertainment section well anyhow uh they talk about you know this this bunch fought to take away abortion rights which is not a a a right never was it was a, a supreme court decision Uh, The sheer size, bless their hearts. Oh, I love this. The sheer size of the donation will likely aid the nation's conservative wing for years. Oh, I love you. Bless you. Can't say that enough. If not decades. So it's likely to help us conservatives for years, perhaps decades. And will serve as a particular boon, b o o n, to the GOP as the country heads into November's midterm elections, la da di la da da, hot diggity dog. So, this could a- this money could aid, say, Dr. Mehmet Oz in Pennsylvania, who is probably even though he's a wealthy man is probably more in touch with the intelligence and the needs of the common man than any filthy Democrat socialist. Uh, This could aid J.D. Vance in that 9% victory over Tim Ryan in Ohio. This money could aid Herschel Walker in his onslaught down in good old Georgia where he's being lambasted and criticized and racially attacked by the filthy Democrat establishment. Uh, this could aid the the lovely Myra Flores and Monica de la Cruz, uh, our up-and-coming Spanish Republican congresswomen. This could aid Republicans all over the board to get to that Fifty-six or sixty, even. Oh, please, Lord, help us! Six, fifty-six votes in the Senate, that Mitch McConnell has given up on. Old, G- old General Akbar and Granny Clampett's bastard child, Mitch McConnell, has given up on winning back the Senate. He said, "Mitch, I think in the last lie I heard him tell, we may, we may be able to keep the Senate 50 50 But since I can't get my loser, lousy, moderate candidates uh, elected, my corrupt cronies in here, we're just gonna have to give up the Senate. Oh, really? We're gonna give up on Marco Rubio. This is another guy, this 1.6 billion could help out a lot. We're gonna give up on a Marco Rubio, who's been a staunch conservative voice and a staunch Republican, In that Senate now for many years and is an up-and-coming star in the Republican Party. Uh, The last I read is that you know some Floridians, uh, the swing voters, the independents, have reservations about voting for DeSantis and Rubio because DeSantis and Rubio uh, may have higher aspirations. Well God bless them, the people with high aspirations for national office like president or vice president, I mean that's the only higher those two could ever go. Uh, those are the people that work hard in the Congress and the Senate. The rest of them are just just they're out for themselves. But anyways, thank God whoever donated this 1.6 billion, yes, to get uh, conservatives elected and help influence the. The Supreme Court. We need, we need the, <laughs> we need to cling to those Supreme Court justice seats uh, until we get a Republican president. We need to win the House in a wide, wide margin, almost a veto-proof margin in the House, and we need to win the Senate. So I hope this. Right-wing radical extremist group, which they're probably going to be called even by the Mitch McConnells and such of the Republican Party. I hope that they will spend this money, get Dr. Oz, get Marco Rubio reelected, get Herschel Walker in there, uh, get our two lovely Spanish ladies elected, uh, all of them. Get as many republicans in that senate and that house as we can get sarah palin up yonder in alaska elected why not why not uh get jd vance here in ohio but we're gonna have to grass root it out people we're gonna have to put up signs we're gonna have to knock on doors go to your local republican headquarters get a handful of of literature for jd vance if you're in ohio or uh, Herschel Walker, if you're in uh, Georgia, or Mamet Oz, if you're in Pennsylvania, walk your neighborhood, find out the the, dish, the map of your uh, voting precinct, get a hundred pieces of literature or more if you can do more than that, and just go to a hundred doors. If all Republicans did that, took it upon ourselves. Don't get to be part of some big organization go to your local party headquarters get a handful of literature and just walk your neighborhood you know and pass out literature Just all you do is hang it on their doorknob if you take um, like this is how I had my campaign literature right it was an eight and a half by five uh, card stock not laminated, nothing fancy So it's about that big, eight and a half by five. You bend it, and you slide it into the door handle. Okay, if they don't have a door handle and they have just a door knob, you fold that eight and a half or however big the literature is, and you stick it in the crack between the door and the door frame. It fits perfectly, works every time. The people open their door, they see it, They look at the candidate's name. Maybe they read the the bullet points that the candidate has written. Maybe not. But that name that they look at for that 10 seconds between the door and the trash can, that wins elections. They'll say, oh, yeah, Herschel Walker. Yeah, I heard of him. Uh, He was at my door or something with uh, some... Literature? I guess he must have hung it on my door while I was gone. There, you gotta vote for Herschel Walker. Alright, God bless y'all. Pray for each other. See you next time on The Panic Attack with Big John.